Hi, and welcome to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Being ambitious and successful while living a happy life is possible. Learn how you can better cope with stress in day-to-day -day situations by applying tools and techniques that work for you. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm extremely grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. I'm really excited that you decided to tune into my podcast episode today, where I will speak about the importance of self-care. I feel like I've been talking a lot about self-care as a tool in a few of my podcast episodes, but today I really want to get really clear on what self-care is all about and how you can create a beautiful new habit and integrate it into your weekly and daily lives. And for those of you that are tuning into my podcast now, since a couple of weeks know that every two weeks I'm inviting a special interview guest to my podcast to really talk about their learnings and their wisdom of how they are starting to manage their stress and how they develop their stress resilience. So for this week's podcast episode, I invited Juliet Sakasegawa, who is a certified life and career coach, speaker, course creator and educator and mentor for women entrepreneurs. She is passionate about helping women embrace their self-worth and learn how to prioritize themselves. I met Juliette um, during our life coaching certification and we connected right from the start and I was super excited to hear her story about how she learned how to take care of herself with three kids at home and she has a really powerful Facebook group that she started a few years ago and has helped hundreds of women really start think more about their self-care and their self-worth. So I really hope that you are taking a lot of learnings away from this to this podcast episode. And I know that there are so many of you that are already listening to my podcast on a really regular basis. So I would really love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. What kind of insights and learnings did you have while listening to this podcast episode? And you can share those learnings and insights with me and with Juliette by going onto my Instagram account at Blue Mountain Mindfulness. And I have a post for each of my podcast episodes and I would love if you could post underneath what you took away from this podcast. So without further ado, let's jump into today's podcast episode on the importance of self-care and hear from Juliette about the tools and techniques that she uses to do that. Enjoy listening. Hi, Juliette. Nice Hi. to see you again. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. This is fun. Yes, this is really fun. I'm really excited to have you today as my next podcast guest. And today we're going to talk a little bit more about self-care. Um, but before we're jumping into the topic, which I'm super excited about, I'd love to just pick up our listeners. Um, so tell us a little bit more about where you are right now, what you've been up to this morning. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm in San Diego where I live. I'm in my kitchen <laughs> uh, where I do a lot of my work. Um, and this morning, um, I've done a lot of things already. Actually, I took my kids to school. I have three kids. Okay. Um, came home and I've already talked to a couple of clients. I ran a group session um, 
with wow. a group that I, I, it was actually our last session this morning. So okay. that group is over now. Okay. And now I'm here talking to you. Okay, great. And it's only 1130. So that sounds like a really busy morning. <laughs> yeah, very busy. Yeah. Nice. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. For people that don't know you, um, you're already starting to talk a little bit about your kids and about coaching. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Okay, sure. Yeah. So I have three kids. Um, I have a husband. We live in San Diego. And I'm a former elementary school teacher, but I left that job seven years ago to be home with my kids. And now I am a certified life and career coach. I work mostly with women, um, with a few men too. And, um, I work with women a lot on self-care priorities, um, helping them achieve their goals. And, um, it's really fun. I love it. Yeah. Great. And you're a full-time mom of three kids. How old are your kids? They are four and seven and 10. Okay. Wow. Okay. So yeah. that's, that's probably a handful as well. <laughs> yes, it is <laughs> for sure. Um, so yeah, so how we got to speak about all of this and why I was so excited to have you as my interview guest um, is that you have a closed Facebook group that you've been running for a couple of years now on mm -hmm. self-care. And self-care is a really important topic when talking about stress management. So I wanted to have you today as my specialist in talking more about self-care. And the first question I have for you on this topic is, Self-care is, is a curious thing because I feel like a lot of people, it's like the last thing people do. <laughs> They're always like taking care of everyone else before actually practicing self-care. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I always say is that taking care of others actually means taking care of yourself first. Um, so why do you think is it so difficult for people to practice self-care? Yeah, that's an excellent question. I... I think it's difficult for people to practice self-care because it's about us. And I think that we sort of have this tendency to focus on everybody else all the time. Um, I don't know. It's funny because that's my store, my self-care story. I'm actually writing in the middle of writing a blog about it right now, but um, it kind of started about seven years ago after I had my second daughter and I was just, overwhelmed with everything else in my life, with being a mom, with um, being a wife, with having a full-time job, just being so busy that I was not paying attention to me at all. And I really, I actually kind of had a breakdown about it. Um, and yeah, I think that, that we think, <laughs> we think we're being helpful when we're putting all of our energy on other people and other things. But really what we need to do is focus on ourselves first so that we are able to help everybody else. And you actually, you posted a quote yesterday on Instagram and then I posted it today. The same quote about, is it by Jim, Jim Rohn? Is that the right name? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Jim Rohn. Yeah. About taking, about saying that I'm going to take care of me to take care of you. Mm -hmm. And I really think that's what it's all about is that we can, if we take care of ourselves, we're better able to take care of everyone else. Mm -hmm. And we forget that step. I don't know if it's that we don't want to be selfish. Mm -hmm. um, we have a really hard time loving ourselves and appreciating ourselves. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. really hard for people to start with themselves. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, it comes a little bit from that selfish part that people think like, 
oh, like if I take care of myself, people will think I'm selfish. And now I have three kids like you, for example. And it's like, well, there's just no time for me. So, uh, you know, that's, I feel like it's always the easiest thing to cross off your list when you have too much to do. Yeah. 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 Um, so to pick us up a little bit, I'm actually curious because you said you get, got overwhelmed yourself and you had that experience. So can you, you know, tell us a little bit more about like what happened and what did you do to change? Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, I, like I said, it was seven years ago. I just had my second child. So I it wasn't a new mom, but I was a new mom to two kids mm-hmm. and I went back to work and I've always been somebody who just really wants to be really good at everything um, and want and kind of that perfectionist attitude. And um, so I was trying really hard to be perfect at being a mom and perfect at my job and perfect for my husband. And I wanted my house to be perfect and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I just was, I wasn't, I wasn't even really aware of the idea of taking care of myself. I don't think that that was something that I was really taught or that was, mm-hmm. it wasn't in my consciousness to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and things just started to fall apart really from the inside out. Um, I didn't show it at first, but I was not feeling well. And I was, I was feeling like a mess on the inside, but I didn't want people to know. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I really did kind of break down and there was a, one day that I just like fell apart (laughs) and I knew that there was a problem and then I needed to do something about it. So, um, I think my first step was like some family members seeing some family and friends kind of seeing that I wasn't myself and Mm -hmm. reaching out to me about it. And it brought attention to it for me, but I ended up um, reaching out to a therapist Mm -hmm. and she's the one, um, who brought my attention to self care. Like, what are you doing for yourself? And I was like, nothing. What are you talking about? I don't have time. I don't have time for that. Uh It was like a really foreign thing for me to even think about. Um, But over the past seven years, it's become like a job for me, really, Mm -hmm. to figure out what I need and to give it to myself. Because I've learned that when I do that, I'm better equipped to handle all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, that's it in a nutshell. And can you, um, because I I think it's always really interesting to uh, mention as well a couple maybe of those early warning signals or you're even saying that there were already maybe, you know, you, you had like a breakdown or something. What, mm-hmm. what was it for you that was really alarming and that maybe brought that to the point that even friends and family members saw that something was going on with you? Yeah, I, I was feeling um, off. I was feeling anxious all the time, kind of worried about everything, um, crying more than is normal for me, you know, kind of breaking down or crying about things that are not things I wouldn't normally be upset about. Um, and also a lot of like yelling or losing it at my family members or people that I love, like my kids. I had at that time, my son was three and I, I remember feeling like I'm yelling at my three-year-old way too much. Like he doesn't deserve this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so just a really uh, short fuse, yeah. um, which was not the norm for me, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, I think something that's important too is to kind of know what's the normal for you because just, I'm not saying that if you're yelling at your kid, that means that there's, that there's anything wrong with that really, you know? It's just that what's normal for you and do you feel off? Yeah. Do you feel like you're not yourself? Totally. 
absolutely yeah. Yeah. early warning signals can be so different from person to person that's why i thought it's really it's really yeah. interesting to hear a couple from you as well mm -hmm. so when you started to see the therapist and like become aware of the whole self-care topic what did you start integrating into your life um really small things um i guess first first of all there was i had to understand that self-care wasn't selfish because i really thought that it was Mm -hmm. um, and I thought that speaking up for myself or um, say, saying what I wanted was inappropriate or was selfish or rude. So I had to kind of make it over that hump of like, it's okay for me to say, I need this thing right now. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it just was really small. Um, she actually had me write a list of just all the things I could think of that I like to do. And mm -hmm. it could have been small things or, or big things. But even just as much to like stop on the way home at Starbucks and get myself a coffee mm -hmm. um, was like, yeah, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. I want to do that for me, you know, yeah. things like that. Um, taking time uh, by myself and asking my husband to like take the kids for a few minutes so that I could just go in the other room and mm -hmm. take some deep breaths. Mm -hmm. um, I started meditating. I started doing a lot more yoga. Um, Things like that. Uh, walking. I, I'm a big walker. Okay. So taking lots of walks. Yeah. Okay. Great. And then how did like that whole self-care group idea come come along? Um, yeah. So, so I started my self-care community three years ago. It's actually almost exactly three years ago. Um, and that idea came to me because, well, I started working for a company selling skincare. And, um, and because of that job, I was talking to a lot of women mm -hmm. and a lot of different things were coming out from different women about the amount of time that they have, you know, to take care of their skin and the, or the lack of time that they have to take care of their skin. And it was funny because I was, I started to get reminded of what I had gone through, um, myself and my journey. And I thought, you know what, I'm not the only person here who needs self-care. Like mm -hmm. women need self-care. And so just in talking to some friends and some people through that business, I thought, I'm going to start a group on Facebook. Why not? Um, just to start talking about self-care, to support people who need it. So I just started the group and I invited, at first I just invited my friends to join it um, or whoever wanted to. And it's just grown over the past three years and evolved a lot and changed over time. Yeah. But that was the beginning of it. Nice. And how many people are in the group now? Um, 370 ish. Okay. Yeah. Right. And so what are like, you know, a lot of listeners, I'm sure that are curious now to know of what can they do in order to practice more self-care? What are tools and techniques that you gave to that group and that you can share with them? Um, so I think my first tip is always, if you have no idea, it's, that exercise that I mentioned that my therapist had me do, which is to make a list because uh, a lot of us don't even know what we, what we like yeah. <laughs> or, or what is, what is self-care for you? That, because I think it's different for everyone. And I always say that to people that I think we think we're supposed to do a certain thing. And we also think we don't have time for that certain thing, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be what other people are doing. It's whatever whatever for you brings you um, feel good feelings, really, you know, calm, peace, joy, happiness, um, 
restores you. And so for some people, that actually might be vacuuming. I mean, it really could be. And for other people, it's taking, it's taking a bath, you know, and, and some people feel like they don't like baths and some people prefer a shower, whatever it is, but it's just so, it's so individualized. Um, so my first tip is to really just make a list of anything that you can think of that you love doing and, or it doesn't have to be something you love doing, but something that restores you. Yeah. Um, and it kind of gives you that fresh start feeling. Yeah. Um, and then once you have your list, then I just suggest that you start small and pick something off of that list that you can do. Even just make a plan for the week. Like on Monday, I'm going to stop at Starbucks and get myself a coffee. On Tuesday, I'm going to do 15 minutes of yoga on whatever it is that you want, but just start really small mm-hmm. and make a little bit of time for yourself and just start to notice kind of how you feel when you do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's the beginning. I think. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And there are so many things that resonate with me when I've been, you know, when I still was at my company and I talked to people and I would start coaching them and asking them, well, what do you like to do? They would literally be like, oh, I have to think about this for a second. I don't know what I like to do because we are so getting involved with all these other things that we really do forget about ourselves. So I love that first um, step of really creating a list of the things that you enjoy doing. And Mm -hmm. I love the example of vacuum cleaning. I'm, for example, also a person that loves to have like a clean, nice looking house. Mm -hmm. And in in the morning at the moment, I literally go through the house and clean up because it makes me feel happy yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I'm doing I have like a fresh start to my day mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly yeah. and somebody else might be like that sounds horrible exactly. <laughs> you know yeah, exactly. I don't want to do that yeah. so and that's fine yeah one of the things that you mentioned and I'd love to talk a little bit about this um, especially if we have also male listeners and not just female listeners is because you mentioned like you know you you your group is mostly uh, female and woman um, mm-hmm. and we don't take care of ourselves but I wonder if men are even almost worse at practicing self-care. Yeah. What do you think about that? I, in, <laughs> in my experience, the, yes, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. I think men have a lot of pressure on them to be um, masculine and to, you know, maybe it's to support their families, to be hard workers, all these things. And yeah, they're not encouraged to take care of themselves. Yeah. Um, or to nurture themselves. And, and if almost, if a man were to say, Oh, I'm going to go take a bath, we almost might make fun of them. You know, that's just yeah. sort of our society. Yeah. Uh, so for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's really like, I haven't actually really thought about this before, but now that you kind of brought it up, I was like, well, I feel like men are practicing even less self-care and I see it with my fiance, for example, as well. He is an entrepreneur. He's running his own business and I'm constantly telling him you should do something for yourself because, you know, he gets like stressed out and, you know, and I can tell that he needs time for himself. Mm-hmm. He needs to disconnect from his phone, phone mostly because that's how his business is coming in a lot, talking mm-hmm. to clients. And yeah, it's so important, especially also for the, for the male part of the society to practice self-care and to make it a non-female or, you know, like a non-gender specific thing of being like, Hey, it's really important, no matter if you're a man or a woman, to do things for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I really Another agree. Another thing that I um, just recently heard and that I really resonated with was about 
how we have a feeling that being mindful or practicing self-care or doing these things is just another thing to the to-do list of the day. Um, what do you think about that kind of thing? Yeah, I hear that a lot. Um, like everyone is so busy that it's like, oh, I just can't add one more thing. Like you're asking me to add another thing to my list. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I, I really get it because I, I've been there and I'm, I'm there sometimes too. Like I feel that way also. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I take a step back and I really think about it, what I know is true is that that self-care, it adds to your day. <laughs> like you, we take something off your else off your plate and put the self-care there because it's going to, especially over time, I feel like it's cumulative. Um, it is going to improve your life. Yeah. It, it just is. Oh, sure. So there's other things that are not as important that can be taken off, off the list. Yeah. And we all, we're all so busy and it, it's almost like a status symbol in our society. I think to be busy, like, mm-hmm. how are you? Oh, good. Really busy. Mm-hmm. You know? And <laughs> if somebody were to say, Oh, I'm, I'm totally calm and relaxed. I'm not busy at all. We would almost judge them for that. Yeah. Right. Oh, for um, sure. So what's wrong with that picture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I'm just gonna let that sink in like this. Um, I love that. And was there anything that was really surprising to you or a revelation when you had this interaction with your Facebook group? Hmm. Um, I mean, I think just how many people need are like, oh my gosh, I need more self care. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, like how hard it is. You brought this up at the beginning of our of our talk that it's so hard for people to participate in self care. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I just am continuing to investigate. Like, why is this hard? Mm -hmm. What is, what's so hard about it? And I don't mean that in a, like, it's not hard for me. Why is it so hard for you? Like, why is it so hard for us collectively? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And um, great. So I always have a couple of questions at the end of each interview Mm -hmm. uh, that I want to go with you through as well. And the first one being, what are you most grateful for? Hmm. Um, I'm I'm most grateful for this journey that I'm on because I just feel like I have learned so much and I've grown so much and um, I appreciate I appreciate discovering self-care, which has led me to to get to know myself better. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. We haven't really talked about this, but what are the biggest advantages you think of self-care? Being more, uh, more present and more fulfilled in my life mm-hmm. because I'm – if I compare it to where I was seven years ago, like just now I, I'm able to spend time with my kids that I enjoy. And I can, I just spend more enjoyable time now because of self-care. Do you have like a ritual or routine that you do like every day or every week that is really like your, your own time? It changes because, um, I, so I'm a person, I have a really busy schedule <laughs> and I have a lot of different things going on with my three kids and all that. The one thing that stays the same is that every Sunday I look ahead at my week mm-hmm. and fit and look to see where I can fit my time in. 
It's not always at the same time, okay. but I always make that a priority to schedule it in at the beginning of the week. Oh, that's a really good tip. I love that actually. Great. Yes. Cool. The second question is um, your three most important wisdoms that you would pass on to the rest of the listeners. Yeah. Um, self-care is not selfish. Mm -hmm. um, you can have healthy boundaries and be a good person. <laughs> I think a lot of people think that if they say no to people or if they, you know, have boundaries that it means that they're rude or that they're not kind. And that's not true. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, it's okay to ask for help. We, we need help and we're not weak if we, if we ask for help. Yeah. yeah. Great. I love those. Thanks so much Thanks. for sharing them. Thank you. Um, and is there a book um, that you would recommend that changed your life or that really inspired you in this journey? Yeah, I have two, actually. Um, the first one, and I feel like a broken record with both of them because I talk about them a lot. The first one um, is called The Disease to Please, and it's by Harriet Breaker. Um, and that's all about being a people pleaser, which is something I didn't know I was one, but then I was introduced to that book. And oh my gosh, if you have boundary issues or people pleasing issues. It's an amazing, amazing book. Right. Okay. And then the second book, um, I love Brene Brown and her book, um, the gifts of imperfection really, really helped me a lot. I, I go back to that book a lot. Um, yeah, the gifts of imperfection by Brene Brown. Wow. I love that. That's great. I, I haven't read these books, but they sound super interesting. So I will. Yeah. Put it, on the, put it in the show notes as well for people if they want to check them out. Um, and what are your next plans? What's, what's next in your journey? Oh, exciting. Um, well, <laughs> some things are kind of, I just started a YouTube channel, like uh -huh. brand new. Um, so that's kind of, I'm working on that. And I have a couple projects that are kind of secret okay. <laughs> right now, but they're okay. coming soon. Fine. And I'm also, um, I'm going to start training to be a coaching instructor. So that's oh, cool. a big thing that I'm doing next too. Okay. And um, for the YouTube channel, what is it called? It's called Take Care of UTV. Okay. Um, I think you have to search my name though to find the channel. Okay. I will. And then also my Facebook group is called Take Care of You on okay. Facebook. Cool. Maybe you can send me the links and I'll put them in the show notes as well. Great. Um, yeah. and tell me a bit, I'm curious about the YouTube channel. What are you, because you said you just launched it. What kind of videos can people find on there? Yeah. Um, so it's all about taking care of you in a lot of different aspects. All my favorite topics, um, uh, time management, healthy boundaries, self care, um, empowerment, things like that. Great. Okay. I'm curious. I will definitely check it out. And so we already mentioned all of these great things to how people can reach out to you. Um, so I will put like that your Facebook group and your YouTube channel in there. And then if they want to reach out to you, I'll, I'll put your website in there too. Great. Thank you so much. Okay. Awesome. Is there anything else you would like to say to uh, our listeners, anything to feel complete or anything that we haven't maybe mentioned yet yet? I don't think so. I think you did a great job of asking me great questions. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for being here today. It was a pleasure to have you. And it's so, it's such a huge topic. And I'm so excited that we, that we talked about self-care and how, what people can do just at least those first initial steps as well 
to really get into their own self-care practice. So thank you. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be extremely happy and grateful if you could leave me a comment and a five-star rating. If you know someone who would benefit from the information I talked about today, please feel free to share it with them, no matter if it is your friends, your colleagues and or your family members. You will always find all links and a summary of the podcast in the show notes. It would be great if we could connect on Instagram or via email. You can find all details of how to find me in the show notes as well. In that way, you can also send me any questions that you might have. And as I mentioned, I also have a wonderful YouTube channel now where you can post comments and questions. So please reach out. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for your trust. With gratitude, Julia.